and you're listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there, Darlene Love and the Blossoms, produced by Kenny Laguna with Make a Change. Today on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show, interviews with from Brooklyn, New York, LP, and from Dana Point, California, The Growlers. The Growlers and LP on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette radio show. Right now, to prepare you for The Growlers, going to play something by another band from Dana Point, California, California, The Sandals from the Endless Summer soundtrack. Going to hear Six Pack, then an interview with LP, and in an interview with Brooks from the Growlers, who are coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, next Friday, September 7th, to the rickshaw. Right now, here's the Sandals with Six Pack from the Endless Summer soundtrack. Sandals from Dana Park, Dana Point, and Ba Ba Boom, home of the Growlers. Six Pack! LP, welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Thank you very much. LP, has the cat stopped meowing? No. Whose cat is meowing? My cat. Could you explain, please? My cat meows all the time. It's deaf now. 
and it doesn't hear its own voice. So its meow has no subtlety. It doesn't know how to regulate the volume. So it just screams as loud as it can all the time. And LP, here you are in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Yes, here I am. Now, on this tour, we have some other people in the room. Could you introduce some, please? Yeah, we've got my boy Shannon Moore. We've got the one and only Killer Mike. Uh, we've got Goldie Glow over there looking handsome. And uh, we've got DJ Trackstar. We've got DJ Sense. And uh, there are other, you know, other... Who else is on the tour? You're missing a few people. Mr. Mother Effin Esquire is on the tour. Um, uh, my my good friends and backup band, um, Shin Shin, the Brothers Shin Shin, which is uh, Torbit, Torbit Schwartz and Wilder Schwartz, Wilder Zobie Schwartz. And um, uh, who else do we have? Despot, of course, is on the tour. Um, and that's, you know, that's pretty much the crew. You're actually touring, though, with one person you didn't mention, a puppet. Mr. Killams is on the tour as well, yeah. Mr. Killams is here. He's sort of our spirit guide. Now, I was thinking, this isn't the first time you've worked with a puppet, is it? It's not technically. I don't think it is, no. Because if we go way back, way back there, LP, to this amazing Ego Trips book, if you could open it up to the anointed page, what do we see here? This is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, this is me in about 1997 with the infamous biz puppet the ego trip biz puppet that was also featured in the master ace video me and the biz and right beside it who do we have eminem with the biz doll the biz doll gets around doesn't it does it does yeah mr we're, we're trying to sort of elevate mr killams to biz doll level that's sort of the inspiration yeah and, and that means you got to have a photo and i thought let's recreate this photo lp i think we should unfortunately um mr killams is not in the room right now but we can recreate it with i have something for you we can recreate it with we have the biz ready to recreate the photo I'm ready. Let's do it. Hold on. Uh, do we have a beer? I'm going to need a beer for this. Uh, what type of beer are you going to need? Let's look closely. Red Stripe. Well, I got you a Red Stripe beer right here to recreate this photo here, LP. Again, could you explain to the people what exactly we're doing here in case they're wondering? We're recreating a classic picture from the Ego Trip Big list if i'm not mistaken and uh they they, they caught a, a young lp in 1997 with the biz doll drinking a beer a red stripe so we're gonna try and see if we can recreate this as best we can hold on can i take a look at that again let's take a look at the photo and who's helping you again with the photo uh the one and only shannon moore of the group activator and also doing backup vocals for me on this tour okay so the biz doll is sort of this way my hat as is customary in Brooklyn, is tilted this way. I'm going to lean in like this. I don't have a goatee anymore, but... Yeah! Recreation! Right into the year 2012! Did it. I'm finally home. I feel like it's all come full circle. You know? like, when you took that photo, did you ever think you'd be recreating it all on tour? Yeah. No, I assume so. I assume that in about 15 years I'd be doing this. Now, on your brand new LP with Killer Mike, you have a song called Big... Beast. Big Beast. And what's that influenced by? Um, that was influenced by a couple of things. Um, it was influenced by, of course, Fred Leslie sampled Public Enemy, number one Public Enemy song, you know. Um, and it was also influenced by um, Schooly D, uh, PSK. So... And I was thinking, hmm, Public Enemy, Bomb Squad, Public Enemy, Public Enemy, Public Enemy. 
puppets. We're on a puppet theme here. So I have a puppet, a doll, a present for you, LP. Oh, that's amazing. It's a little Flavor Flav, isn't it? And what interactions have you had with Flavor Flav and Biz? Um, simultaneously? Yeah, I guess I was curious, because New York, you see and do it all. I do, don't I? Um... I've actually had interactions with both of them separately, yeah. Um, I've met Flavor Flav a bunch of times, um, and I actually had an early interaction with Biz Marquis when I was very young and kicked out of high school when I was going to musical engineering school, and I went to this place called Center for the Media Arts in, uh, in Manhattan instead of high school, basically, where I was trying to learn how to be a musical engineer, and I went into a place called... Uh, downtown record which was on 25th street and this is the first and only time i ever met bismarcky and there was a payphone in there and there was a big guy with his back turned and uh he dropped a dollar and i was the only other person in the store and i just picked up the dollar and i tapped him on his back and i said hey man and he turned around he just looked at me like this would you like him to look at you any other way? No. <laughs> and I gave him his dollar, and it was Bismarcky. So. It's interesting, Downtown Records. I had actually heard a DJ premiere met Freddie Fox there as well, Downtown Records. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, that was kind of a, a big, it was like rock and soul and Downtown Records in Manhattan were, were sort of the, the big record stores, hip-hop record stores Yeah, at the time. LP, tell me about Fulton Mall. Fulton Mall is right near where I grew up in Brooklyn. Um, it was sort of parallel to where I grew up in Brooklyn, about a block away, actually. Um, that's where I first got robbed. Um, that's where I spent all my time, you know, running around. And uh, that's where I used to buy sneakers and where I would go to Albee Square Mall, which is basically where Biz Marquee sang about. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's sort of my, it's, it's, it was a big part of my childhood. And LP, you spent a lot of time on Crush Groove, didn't you? I did, yeah, I did. I, uh, I actually cut school for a week straight when Crush Groove came out and saw it every single day, um, which might have led to the inevitable expulsion, expulsion, expulsion is not a word. Expulsion. Expulsion. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, this was a huge movie for me in my life. All the guy, all the people who were in this were my musical heroes and uh, kind of inspired me to uh, ultimately, I think, even start a record label. Because Crush Group had the Fat Boys, as you mentioned. I was curious, did you ever check out their own movie, Disorderlies? Yeah. Disorderlies. The day that it opened, of course. Yeah, I was there. Did you miss school for that one, too? No, no, it was a weekend. Yeah, I saw it the day it opened. No, what can you tell the people about Disorderlies? I was looking at the soundtrack, Bon Jovi. Yeah, I would I would say that the score was probably not the main attraction. It was the you know it was the Fat Boys' big outing. It was their post crush groove movie that they got, and everything. I guess Hollywood was gonna you know give them a shot, see if they had what it took to uh, to be uh, leading men. Um, I liked it at the time. What do you think about this particular Fat Boys LP? There LP. I mean, this is a classic. Is this the best one, Crushing, because of the cover? You know. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's the best one. Um, I, I don't think it's necessarily the best one. I, I always thought All You Can Eat was was my favorite, personally. But um, but but this is an amazing record, definitely. Um, Fat Boys Dance and Wipeout weren't my favorites on here, but uh, Crushing was the shit. And uh, yeah, but you know, it's not my favorite, but it's in the collection. LP, what does Max Fish mean to you? Uh, Max, well, first of all, both of the people, actually all three of the people in my band have at one time or another worked at Max Fish. Um, 
Max Fish is just a local hangout in New York where I met a lot of a lot of my friends and a lot of the people who I ended up doing music with. Um, kind of one of the last bastions of grimy New York, you know, bar life. Um, it's a it's a it's a great place. It had its amazing moments, you know. It's gone up and down, but uh, yeah, it's sort of um, that's sort of our haunt, a local haunt. Yeah. What about Criff Dogs? Criff Dogs? St. Mark's. That I'm not particularly familiar with. It's like a hot dog place. Yeah, I'm not really, I don't really go to St. Mark's. I used to go to St. Mark's when I was a kid, but we would get chased by the punks and the anarchists. This is in like the, you know, late 80s, basically. I, I, you know, I try and avoid St. Mark's pretty much at this point in my life. It's a little touristy, you know. So, LP, here we are in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and we're here also. There's Killer Mike over there. That's him right there. You can tell because he's Killer Mike. What do you say about Mike as he comes up here? You'd be surprised at how large he is. No, no, you're invited. <laughs> what, what did LP say to you, Killer Mike? Don't come to my fucking interview. <laughs> I guess I was just curious, Killer Mike, of envisioning LP and TI in the same studio. It's going to be cool. I'm getting. We're going to get in the same studio. He's going to do some more stuff with Tip, I think. Yo, my interviews don't be this good. You just asked me about Shadi and shit. <laughs> we'll have to have another interview another time now. You got to get your shit together, man. I like you. Don't do it. <laughs> you done gave him a biz, dog. You got a flay. You got the fat. Like, I personally, this was a classic because I was fat and a boy when this dropped. So this meant a lot to me. <laughs> this is my favorite group. Crushing was like my mom got me this T-shirt bootleg out of Green Rock Flea My Waters T-shirt like every day to my stomach. Did like that. Back to T.I.? Yeah, Till's my homie. He, um, he wrecked him and Bond wrecked, but... How did you explain LP to T.I.? I say he white, but he dope. <laughs> That's what it says on my business card, actually. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I, um, you know, Tip a rap fan like me. So it's not like, it's only rap circles. Even if it's obscure, you can call to find out who it is. But I told him that I'm working with this ill producer. He's from the underground. You may or may not have heard of him, but you got to hear the beats. And um, I played Big Beast and I think two others for him. He heard Big Beast. He said, leave it. So he started playing around with him when I was there. And I called him like, Tip is working on a record. And what do we have about a week later? Oh, Big Beast. Yeah. yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, we had about, yeah, he got it back quick. And yeah. Bun got his back in like real quick. Yeah, yeah. TI was definitely and I mean, you know, he was he was he was excited about it. Yeah. He yeah, killed. He killed. Well, thank you for that little tidbit there, Killer Mike, and do do the loot do. Toot toot. Yeah. And now back to L P. LP, the basis of your production is the basis of your production in some respects. BDP criminal minded. Oh shit! What? What do we have here? This is a BDP criminal minded, what appears to be a Glock nine keychain. No, a USB. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was old school. Oh, it's a USB chain. Okay, that's cool too. That's cool too. Yeah, um, Scott LaRock and and you know um, said G were big influences of mine, definitely. Said G was producer for Ultramagnetic MCs, and he actually ghost-produced a lot of the original Criminal-Minded, you know, record. Um, yeah, and, and it was probably, like, um, one of the biggest influences in my production, definitely. This was the prototype. This was the foundation. This and a couple of other things, yeah. This the, Between this and, um, and like, Mantronics and Run DMC and a couple of other, a couple of other groups, I think, really... Um, really sort of um, 
and and you know a lot of the classic Def Jam you know stuff the Rick Rubin era stuff like the LL Cool J's first record and Slick Rick and you know yeah that stuff is is the foundation of of, of my production probably. I wanted to ask you LP a little bit about the USB BDP because the USB BDP it ties into what's the connection between the USB BDP and Bill Cosby and the Fat Albert? Well, they sampled um, not for this record actually, but they sampled. Um, Fat Albert for this record actually which I own um, for uh, Illegal Business uh, which was the uh, song when they sampled the What Would We Get for 63 Cents and uh, this actually this record was one of the first I had this record and I own this record and I just had it as a child so it was one of the first samples that I owned that I was that I caught you know and it was also one of the that was one of the reasons why I started collecting records was because I realized that you could find things that rappers were using in their songs on records. Um, yeah. And you're not afraid to name names, are you, LP? Not really. Like, for instance, on your promo CDs. What can you tell the people about that? Your promo CDs and journalist names. This is genius. I love it. Well, uh, when we were doing um, Deaf Jokes, at one point we got a little frustrated with the fact that when we would send our records out to journalists to review them within a week they would be online and you know we made the connection that some of the people were you know someone was putting it online obviously not always the same person so we designed a computer program that would allow us to easily put on uh, the, we could just say the journalist's name and it would put it on every song audibly um, which wasn't exactly a huge hit with the, with, with, the, with the journalistic community but I was kind of proud about that and ultimately it didn't it didn't matter because it leaked anyway um, it was kind of a famous uh, moment. You scared some journalists, didn't you? We scared a few. <laughs> yeah. Did you name who you scared? There was a there was a dude who who by you know by accident leaked the thing. Apparently, it was in one of his folders, and it was a uh, shared on like a P two P site, and it was uh, Matthew Snyder actually, who was a totally good kid. You know what I mean? But you know, it, it was like Matthew Snyder. Was it like a cool beat? No. No, it was just like, this belongs to Matthew Schneider. And it just was everywhere. To this day, um, whenever fans want to let me know that my album has leaked, they'll just say, Matthew Schneider. Now, you also, on your brand new LP, I love saying it, you have a brand new LP, LP. Yeah. It never gets old. Yes, it never does. How do you spell LP? E-L-P. What about E-L-P-E-E? -E? Did you ever go for that? Um, no, that's not really my thing. Yeah, never went for that. Well, LP on your brand new... Album. You have a song called Drones... Over Brooklyn. Drones Over Brooklyn. And it is kind of, and you kind of mentioned this earlier, it's an ode, isn't it, to the Schooly D, right? There's some Schooly D in there. There's a... There, is there? Is his name Schooly... <laughs> I just like saying Schooly D. Are you okay holding all this stuff? This is amazing. It's easy. I do this all the time. Um, I'm, like a, I'm like a human Jenga. I like uh, the way the BDP is kind of working as a shelf. It is. It is uh, for my life. Well, then I thought, hmm, okay, Schooly. What about, you can't say Schooly if you don't say your favorite artist, the Steady. What am I looking at? Here's Steady B. Steady B. <laughs> if yeah. you'd like, you can put some of that down. No. no. That would be ridiculous. Because the beer is the most important thing, the red stripe, right? I feel like at this point I've gone far enough. I'm going to keep going. Yeah. 
I love the way we're standing here doing the interview. It's kind of like we're on a beach or something. You're getting covered by sand, except we're getting covered by records. It's true. And sweat. I'm actually sweating quite a bit now, too. <laughs> and at the end of the interview, you just be totally covered in records. You can, you can catch it right there. It's actually coming right down my forehead. You see that little bead of sweat? But you're used to that kind of thing because you were on Conan the other day. Conan, the, 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 the Red Baron. Yes. Put this down. I'm dying. Help Shannon Moore of Activator. LP, you called me out in the Village Voice. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Is that going to result in the diss song now? No, you did the interview. You got off. Because you're really good at the diss songs, aren't you? Because you said you were pissed, so I thought there might be a diss. I was not really pissed. Well, thanks very much, LP. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? You're off the hook. You interviewed me. I'm no longer angry. Well, thanks so much, LP. Really appreciate it. Keep on rocking in the free world and do, 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 do.
You're still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And we have a caller on the line right now. Hello, are you there, caller? I'm here. Caller, who are you? I am Brooks Nielsen of the Growlers. Welcome to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show, Brooks. Oh, thank you for having me, Nardwar. What did we just hear right there? Uh... I didn't hear what you heard. I heard Sammy Ravel, the sheriff or something, the Shambhala. Exactly, yeah. That was a personal pick for you. You picked up on it. What can you tell the listeners, Brooks, from the rock and roll band, The Growlers, about Shambhala? Uh, I don't know much about it. Uh, I heard about it because uh, I was looking up cramps recordings a while ago, and uh, and somehow I came across that. I didn't even hear a cramps version, but... Uh, that song is beautiful. And then uh, recently I was on a tour and I jumped in with the other band and uh, we were on special effects and the, uh, that song came on and it was absolutely beautiful. And you love the cramps too, don't you? Like you guys in the Growlers covered Primitive. You covered Primitive, the groupies Primitive. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we were playing a rockabilly show and uh, uh, we had a choice between doing some rockabilly to some old and I, I picked that. Hey, I got to ask you real quick. Am I allowed to use profanity on your show? Oh, yes, please. Go ahead. Oh, that would make it a lot fucking easier. I, got, I stumble and mumble and I can't, uh, can't use my foul mouth. There's nothing I'm proud of. but. Uh, and if people but, uh, are wondering who you uh, are, again, you are Brooks from the rock and roll band The Growlers who are actually coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. You're coming next Friday, right? Hell yeah. We're excited about that. Last time we had a lot of fun. And we're going to go play the rickshaw, which I've never been to before. Yeah, next Friday night at the rickshaw, Friday the 7th, the Growlers are playing. And to reward you listeners of the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show, at the end of this interview, to reward you, we're going to be giving you away some free tickets to go see the Growlers from <laughs> Dana Point. And please tell me, Brooks, who else is in the Growlers? Uh... I got uh, the magical Don Ron, Kyle Straka, and uh, Matt Taylor, a.k.a. Chick Naylor, and Antonio Sixtinonio, and Scotty Montoya. Isn't Matt also known as Fucko? <laughs> he, he goes by many names. Uh, Fucko is one of them. And Brooks of the Growlers, I mentioned some rock and roll that you played earlier there at that Hootenanny, but you are actually headlining an important festival. You are headlining the F. Yeah Fest. I can't believe this. Like, you are headlining. The Vaselines and Black Mountain are opening for you guys. Yeah, how the hell did that happen? Here's Dick with my second. Uh, yeah, we're excited to do that. actually got a pullover last night driving and... Uh, the checkpoint had to go through the whole shebang and uh, I started growing out with the pigs of talking about uh, I'm in a rock and roll band and I can't be thrown in jail because I can't miss this show on Saturday and uh, I think it kind of helped them let me slide 
Now, have you got pulled over before? Because you had mentioned something about getting pulled over for littering. Like, you got charged with littering. Yeah, I'm full pig bait, like, and no matter where I go. But I also have a, a lot of charm I got from my father, so I get to talk my way out of it for most of the time, knock on wood. How many people get nailed for littering, Brooks, from the Growlers? Uh, you know what? I, uh, I'm not proud to be a litter bug, but uh, too many do because... Uh, it's way too strict of a fine here in California. It's damn nanny state. What is the fine? Uh, it was five hundred dollars, eight hours community service, which I had to pay, uh, or eight hours trash pickup, which I had to pay one hundred and ten dollars to do. You had to pay money to do the trash pickup. You couldn't just do it yourself. Yeah. Who did you pay to I do offered, it? I offered to pick up my cigarette that fell out my window, but I wasn't good enough. And you are Brooks from the rock and roll band The Growlers coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada next Friday night, September the 7th to the rickshaw. I mentioned that you're headlining the F Yeah Fest. Do you ever think that like you're playing cleanup? Have you guys ever thought about that? Like you're playing cleanup. We're playing, you know, yeah, that cleanup. happens all the time. You're early on when you start playing shows, they tell you, oh, you get to headline. And then you find out, oh, you mean I get to play last when everyone's fucking gone but uh this will be different this is the first night these kids are here to uh support rock and roll and take their special effects and, and go off and i think it's going to be a real good one how many times have you played the fefs because i think i saw some photos of you having like face paint do you wear face paint at all the gigs is there face paint coming out tomorrow no we used to do a lot of shenanigans uh i don't know i don't know matt just mentioned to me that he would like to wear brown zinca on his face so that he looked extra tan, uh, some Guido style. But no, that was actually powder. I antiqued everyone and sprayed beer in their face and threw flour in their face before they went on stage, which they weren't too stoked on. How many of the FEF fests have you done? Uh, this was our second one. And how can you tell when somebody's not stoked about something? Uh, well, it depends if they uh, are passive aggressive and they just kind of act grumpy or uh, they actually start verbally bitching. Like when you throw stuff on people. Oh, that. Because <laughs> they immediately said, fuck you, and tried to spray beer on me. And, uh, but it was too late. We were already on stage, getting on stage. So. Two years. And I teach myself, too, to be fair. Brooks from The Growlers coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada next Friday to the rickshaw. Two years ago, it was like Bill Murray at South by Southwest 2010. I noticed the legend is continuing. Billy Gibbons, did he show up when you opened up for the Black Keys, Billy Gibbons? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he was there for us, but uh, hey, I'll take it. That's pretty awesome. And how about at Coachella? Did anything, you know, notch it up even one more after that? Uh, I don't know. I kind of blocked out from the heat. Uh, it was uh, pretty, pretty hot out there. Uh, Did the Growlers really have a 420 time slot? <laughs> yeah, we did. And uh, and uh, I think they were stoned for the first part of the set. It took them a while to kind of shake up and get loose. I'm not sure who this is because we haven't given out the number right now, but we have a caller anyways. Hello, caller. Are you there? Hello, caller. Are you there? Gone. Go ahead, caller, to the Growlers. <laughs> oh, it's the silent caller. Hello, caller. <laughs> doot, doot, a loot, do. Doot, doot. 
Ah, wow, isn't that nice? And we have another caller. Caller, are you there? Go ahead to the Growlers. The Psychedelic Indian. Well, thanks so much, caller. And doodaloo-doo. This is really great, Brooks. You're inspiring all these callers to phone in. And that last caller kind of had a flute thing happening, or it could be like computer feedback. Now, what I'm curious about is, have you incorporated the flute at all? Do I? Yeah, we've incorporated the flute. I just uh, not on stage. Actually, we're more fans of the recorder. I want to kind of tell bands I'll record them, and then they'll show up, and I'll just play the recorder. Brooks from the Growlers, live here on CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Actually, just FM 102. If anybody wants to call in, it's 604-822-2487, 604-UBC-CITR. Yes, that is the number. And the Growlers are playing. Remember that number, because if you phone in at the end of the show, you can win some free tickets. The Growlers are playing in Vancouver next Friday night at the rickshaw. At the rickshaw, Brooks. Yeah, how is that rickshaw? It's amazing. It's a giant theater. It's going to be great. And Brooks from the Growlers. Lollapalooza, you played it this year. Were you stuck in the storm at all? What was the storm like at Lollapalooza? Uh, that was the next day. We uh, From when we played, we took off. We were on the road, and the storm hit, and everyone started pulling over the side of the road. And uh, who was driving? Oh, Matt. Matt seemed a little scared, and uh, but we told him to shut up and suck it up and keep going and drove right through it and it was all rainbows and sunshines. So had you already played after the storm or what had happened there? Uh, we had played the first day. That was the second day. That storm came and went. Storms in the Midwest are, are quick. They come through, they fuck shit up and they leave right away. Brooks from the Growlers, did you guys really play Bob Baker's Marinette Theater? Yeah. I, I, is, uh, is that place gone now? Because that's a damn shame if it is. That place is amazing. Yeah, could you explain that to the people? That is a legendary L.A. location. Yeah, you know, I feel, I feel kind of bad that I was ignorant. I didn't even know about it until they approached us. And uh, we got there, and there's people trying to uh, uh, continue a, a beautiful art form that uh, is uh, is dying or dead. And uh, it was cool. We played uh, some of our gospel, like darker songs, to a blacklight skeleton puppet show. How did you get the gig? Um, somebody there contacted us as a girl that uh, had showed up to some of her shows and shot 16 millimeter. And through her, she expressed that she wanted to make sure that we were part of it. Now, were you playing cleanup after the puppets or were you opening for the puppets? The puppets performed to each band. And at the time, I didn't have a, my band was out of town and uh, I didn't want to pass up the opportunity. So I got two guys to fill in and learn. So we were a little sloppy, but. I couldn't miss it. What other clubs have you played in the L.A. area? Have you ever played The Smell or Club Mesa? Uh, we played The Smell, not Mesa. And uh, usually it was The Echo a lot, Spaceland. Uh, what else was there? Uh, mostly that. And, uh, and now we're moving up to The Fonda next time. And we have a caller. Caller, are you there? Go ahead to Brooks from The Growlers. Caller, are you there? I can hear you. Yes, I am here. I just wanted to say, uh, are you there? I'm here. I love uh, it. Um, can, 
can you turn up your computer more so there's some feedback happening? All right, uh, so do you want me to turn off my computer and like the sound? No, we want you to turn it up. Uh, we want right. you to turn it up to cause the feedback. So do you want me to turn off my computer and like the sound? <laughs> All right. Uh, so do you want me to turn it up to cause the feedback? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Brooks, uh, a fan from Bellflower, California. Oh, actually, caller, you can actually turn down the computer now. That's good. I was just kind of joking there. You can turn it down. But yes, okay. go ahead to Brooks from the Growlers. Yeah, I was just a fan here from Bellflower, uh, California, SoCal. I just want to say, uh, keep on keeping on, man. I'm a big fan over here learning a bunch of songs. And uh, I was just wondering if whenever you can, if you bring down a show over here in Bellflower. Oh, yeah, that sounds awesome. Where the hell do you play out in Bellflower? What was that? Where do you play, where we, caller? Where do we play in Bellflower? Uh, there's uh, Riot City Hall. There's like a little, there's a big stadium. Not stadium. There's like a like a stage. It's nice, like a little water park stage. Cool. Hell, yeah. if we can get over there, we will. It sounds awesome. Yeah, thanks, man. I really appreciate what you guys are doing with your music. It's awesome. And thank you, dude. That's awesome. And thank right. you, caller, See for you phoning in. And do yeah. do the loot, do. Do do. And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette <laughs> radio show. And we have another caller, Brooks. Hello, caller. Go ahead to Brooks from the Growlers. Hey, how's it going? Uh, just want to say I'm a huge fan from Santa Ana. You guys are fucking tight. And uh, I'm of me. I saw you guys in I saw you guys in December, and you guys are fucking sick. And I just listened to One Million Lovers. I fucking love it. At all, man. Yeah, I lived in Santa Ana in a warehouse for a couple of years, and I got my truck stolen yeah. there. So I hold the dude in my heart. Caller, how would you yeah. describe the Growlers to people that haven't seen the Growlers before? It's a fucking mystical experience that everybody should definitely endure at least once in their lives. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, caller. Anything else you want to add to Brooks from the Growlers? Uh, I just, I fucking love you. There's hey, nothing I, else to add. I love you too. I love you too, love you too. Well, thanks so much, caller, and do do the loot do. And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. And if you want to phone in and speak to Brooks from the Growlers, it's 604-822-2487, 604-UBC-CITR, 604-822-2487, California. Yes, go ahead. Uh, do Canadians really take offense to the term hoser? No, bring it on. We love it. We invented <laughs> it, so why not celebrate it, right? At home. Brooks, Brooks from the Growlers, Dana Point. That's where you're from, right? Dana Point. Yeah, that's where I'm from. And you love surfing. And earlier on in the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show, I played a track by The Sandals. Do you know that band, The Sandals? They're actually from Dana Point, and they're on the Endless Summer soundtrack. Do you know anything about classic surf bands from Dana Point? Have you heard of The Sandals? No, uh... Poor Dana Point is lacking in music. There's uh, there's nowhere for them to play. There's no where to buy records. Uh, so I didn't. It took me a while to get the music. I was just into surfing and drinking, and then uh, it happened later on. And I didn't. Uh, I didn't learn about surf music until a lot later. Cause we, but uh, 
Well, I played their sandals, six-pack. And also I was thinking, Leo Fender, he lives in the area or lived in the area his whole life. Have you ever come across any rare thrift store Fender items? Uh, I've come across everything. I'm uh, I'm the craziest dumpster diary you've ever met. Um, uh, That's what I'm doing right now. I'm in the process of uh, unloading a warehouse that's stocked full of uh, lots of weird shit. And we have another caller. Caller, are you there? Yes. Go ahead to Brooks from The Growlers. Hello, Hello, caller. Are you there? Yes. Go ahead to Brooks from The Growlers. Hey, uh, Brooks, uh, big fan from Texas. Um, Y'all should uh, come down here more and play in Houston. In Houston, yeah, we got to go back. I've only been there twice. Yeah, uh, I got a question. Go ahead. Signature's Blues. Sorry, Signature's Blues what? Sorry, caller, can you just say that again? You broke up a tiny bit. The Jerkin' the Jews Blues. Uh, How did y'all get into that? uh, Sorry, caller, one more time. Could you just rephrase that question? (laughs) Your uh, your cover of that Arabian blues cover. I'm talking uh, into that music. Uh, my chick gave me a CD that she thought was like old sound '60s Turkish music, like psychedelic music, and uh, that song stood out the most to me. It was a mix CD, but it was not '60s Turkish music. It was Tanarwin, and yeah. so I thought it was like a song that you know unheard of and whatever. I'm like, dude, let's try and cover this song. It's a simple song. But I don't know what the hell they're saying. So I changed all the words to some fucked, fucked lyrics. And uh, and then I come to find out it was Tanaro and, and I immediately fell in love with that band. Sorry, yeah. Brooks, I didn't actually hear the caller's question. What was the caller's question, Brooks? Uh, how did I get into We do a song called Drinking the Juice Blues. Uh, it's not our song. It's a song by Tanaro and And uh, I just made lyrics in English to uh, to fit the song so I made up my own shit to it and uh, so he's asking how did I get into that music I kind of stumbled into it accidentally Caller any other questions at all for Brooks from oh, the that's... Growlers That's it Well thanks so much <laughs> Caller and do do the loot do Okay, that'll work. And we have another caller. Caller, go ahead to Brooks from the Growlers. Hello, caller. Are you still there? And are you there? Hello, caller. Are you there? Hello, caller. Hello? Yes. Go ahead to Brooks from the Growlers. Hello? Hello, caller. Sorry. Um... Uh, Brooks, are you, I'm going to see you at FYF tomorrow. I was wondering if you could play Hashima. That's my favorite song. Yeah, that's the song we're just talking about. It's got a couple names. Yeah, we'll play it for you tomorrow. Awesome. Uh, I don't know if you remember me, actually. I met you uh, when you played your show in Bakersfield. Uh, we met you right before the show. Did you guys give us a bunch of ecstasy? No, that was not us. <laughs> How could we do in the chat because we don't touch that shit. So <laughs> good for you. So Brooks, the only fans you remember are the fans that give you drugs. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. Let's take some more callers. Maybe I uh, 
I remember somebody. Hey, it's hard. It's not easy. I get shit a lot. You don't remember me? I'm like, what the fuck? Well, caller, could you describe? I'm not a superhuman. Could you describe yourself, caller? And what circumstances yeah. did you introduce um, yourself to Brooks from was, the Growlers? There was five of us. Uh, we were. Oh yeah, I took a photo with all you guys next to our yeah, yeah. when we were fixing the door. Yeah, and that was the show where like the, the you were like this is the sound guy was like messing with you and you like threw the that, that like cutout guy in the crowd. Yeah, I broke into a fight. I think. Yeah, and everyone broke into a fight, and then we had to stop playing. Now, what happened there, Brooks? Please explain. Uh, I was a little drunk. It's a little hard to recall. Um, we were playing. The sound guy wasn't doing shit. He wasn't helping us out. We are trying to communicate with him, so I took this, like, cardboard cutout of, I don't know, what it was, the most interesting man in the world, I think it was. Yeah. And yeah. I uh, took that and threw it in the crowd to get his attention, and they started fighting over it, and I'm like, I think a guy punched a chick, and then a chick punched a guy, and then a guy punched another guy. They started all fighting, and then so we had to stop playing and uh, to stop the fight. And then they got arrested. Well, thanks for phoning yeah. in, caller. Any other questions at all for Brooks from The Growlers? Uh, no, just uh, love your music, and I can't wait to hear the new album. Hell yeah. Thanks, dude. Well, thanks, Thank you. thanks caller, and doot-doot-a-loot-doo. Doot-doot. And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette radio show. And if you want to check out the Growlers Live, this is pretty amazing, isn't it, Brooks? All these calls. California, Texas, all over. If you Vancouverites want to check out the Growlers, it's next Friday night, Friday the 7th, at the Rickshaw in Vancouver, and you can get tickets at Zulu, Red Cat, Dandelion, High Life, Neptune, Vogue Office, Vogue Box Office Live, and Rickshaw, live at rickshaw.com for the tickets. That's next Friday at the Rickshaw, the 7th. We have the Growlers, and we have another caller. Caller, are you still there? And caller, are you there? Hello, caller. And I apologize if I dumped you. If you do want to speak to Brooks from the Growlers, 604-822-2487, 604-UBCCITR. Or you can also tweet a question at Nardwar, N-A-R-D-W-U-A-R. Back to Dana Point, California, Brooks from the Growlers. Have you ever eaten at A's Burgers or Beach City's Pizza? Yeah, those are both my stomping grounds. Uh, Beach City Pizza with the lifeguard with the hairy legs and... uh, A's Burger Breakfast Burrito. Yeah, it's there a lot. And we have another caller. Caller, are you there? Between five and six. Uh, let's get back to uh, the countdown. Mighty name is Doc Andrews. In for Bob Say. Coming in today at number 14, Zach Brown and the band is... Doc who? We don't care about him. And thanks so much, caller, and doot doot a loot doo Actually, this is pretty good, Brooks, because... Yeah, that kind of went really well with the beat to the loop, But you really like country, though, don't you? You like country music. I think another DJ is trying to battle you right now. No, it's good. Let them do the work. Then we don't have to say anything. Oh, they left. How dare you leave? Don't you hate that, Brooks, when, like, the callers phone in, they have something to offer, and they just give up? Here's yeah, another one. blue ball. You're right there. Here's another one. Caller, are you there? Hello? Go ahead to Brooks from the band The Growlers. Okay, um, my name's Tommy. Uh, I've been a huge fan of yours for a long time, like since I was in uh, high school. Um, but uh, anyway, so yeah, like five years. But 
so you pretty much inspired me to start a band. And um, I was just wondering, like, how did you make your sound? Like, we, we're just copying everybody right now, but... Like, how did you make your sound? I get that question a lot. You know, there, no, there is no way to do it. I mean, some people start off by copying. Some people start off by covering. A lot of people do that. We did it just through uh, through ignorance, not knowing anything. And uh, a guitar player didn't have the capability to even learn a song from someone else. So he just uh, we just winged it. And um, I don't know, it just happened. It all united. And uh, just got to keep persistent. If you want to do it for a living, you love music. What's the name of your band, Caller? Can you sing us a tune? Uh, no, we we, do, we can't decide on what band name we want. But yeah, my parents pretty much like, hate me because of guys, because my dad's a doctor and he wants me to go on that path, but I pretty much just drop like, all the, the paths the son's supposed to do, and I'm, I, I'm doing the band thing. So. What are your band names? <laughs> Maybe Brooks can help pick Where one you for you. Right? What are your ideas for a band name? A uh, good idea for a band name? Uh, what, what are your ideas, Caller? What were your ideas? Did you have some ideas for a band name, Caller? Uh, no, not that I didn't want to say, no. Oh, come on. What was we're, your idea? What was your idea? Uh, well, my name, I don't know. We, uh, we're, I was saying Tomboys because my name's Tommy, but we can't think of anything really original like the Growlies, so I don't know. Um, but we were called the Heebie-Jeebies, and then... Matt called us the Blooming Boom for a little bit. That was weird. And then we finally came to the Growlers, and after that point, it was just like, fuck it, we got a name, just forget about it. It's one of those things you can't think too much about. You get stuck with it, whatever. Just, you need something to just start getting out there and people to, to remember right. it. You know, something to put on the record. You guys, are you guys doing any more of your uh, garage sale? We came up there like two weeks ago and got like uh, the Brian Don't Surfboard and stuff like that. <laughs> no, no, that's it. Uh, we're we're out of the warehouse. We're gonna be homeless for a minute, go on the road for six weeks, and we get home. Could you uh, explain to the people a bit about that, Brooks? About your garage sales that the caller went to. What did the caller go to? Could you ex actually caller? Could you explain what did you go to? Uh, it's just their warehouse. I guess they're moving out, and they have a bunch of stuff. But we live uh, in Mexico, <laughs> so by the time we got there, like a lot of the cool stuff was gone. But we got what we thought was the best of uh, what was still there. He bought a uh, broken, our old drummer didn't surf, and so we could never let him, uh, we had to give him shit about the whole time, so I pretty much painted Brian Don't Surf on everything. I painted on a broken surfboard, and, and he came and bought that. And uh, I was just having a garage sale, my asshole drummer put it on the fucking, the Growler's page to kind of freak me out so that all Growler's fans would come, but it, it was actually really cool because I got to meet a bunch of cool kids. Well, thanks so much, caller. Any other questions at all for Brooks from The Growlers? Yeah, well, one more real quick. Um, what happened to Brian? Because we used to love always talking to him when we go to the shows and stuff, and then and then Scott took over. The, and now it sucks. And stuff. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. These things happen. Um, if you, you're in or you're out, you know. And uh, we love Brian. Still do known him forever and, and I'll never know anyone closer than him because he was in the band which means he's part of the family but uh, I don't, don't want to harp on it it just uh, wasn't working out and I, I needed a change uh, cool 
Well, thank, well, thanks so much, caller, and we'll be on the lookout for the Tomboys. <laughs> All right. And do do loot do. Do do. And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And if you're in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, you can check out the Growlers next Friday night, September seventh, at the Rickshaw in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Also, we have a tweet question for the Growlers, Brooks from the Growlers, and it's from Wyatt, and it goes to Brooks. When's the Dan from Black Keys album coming out? Uh, we shelved that album. Uh, we, uh, we didn't end up using that collaboration with Dan. We uh, shelved the record, and then we went and remade it down the street from us in Costa Mesa, and... Uh, on tape at the distillery, and it comes out in November. Now, what was it like working with Dan's lawyer? Didn't you deal a lot with Dan's lawyer? How's Dan's lawyer? <laughs> An angry old Jew? No, uh, I, never, I never dealt with the lawyer. <laughs> I just dealt with Dan. Dan's not that type of guy. He's just, uh, he wasn't very business at all, but he's just like, hey, I like you guys. You guys come out here, and we worked all day and partied all night for 10 days straight. And uh, it was just a handshake deal, and uh, and we had a lot of fun. And it was a great experience, but yeah, we ended up not using the record. And we have another caller. Caller, are you there? Yeah. Go ahead yeah, to fun. Brooks from the Growlers. Hello, hello. Um, I don't know. Do you remember from the Galaxy? I uh, threw my poon hat on stage. Your what? My poon hat, and you wore yeah, it? Yeah, the poon hat. Yeah, the and then I met you at your warehouse. I'm seeing you at FYF, actually. Um, I'm from the OC. My name's Reese. I was actually going to go fishing with you guys, with uh, Jacob Fostick. He's my homie, but you oh, can't yeah. something. This but, uh, is, this is pretty tomorrow. amazing. I'll probably meet you. You guys should uh, uh, start playing hat, So I got a poon and a nanny hat. I got a poon nanny hat. Do you have any rap? Maybe I'll bring my poon hat and throw it on again. This is pretty right, amazing, cool. Caller, that the Growlers let you go fishing with. Like, is there that much fan interaction happening, Caller, with the Growlers? Well, I have, like, a good friend that's good friends with them, so I was going to, but they canceled. But um, probably next time he hangs out with you guys, I'll probably tag along. And what Hell sort yeah. of... And what I'll sort of... Jacob. Now, for hats and stuff, have you ever got a rat fink hat at all, Brooks? A rat fink hat? Uh, no. I'd love a wrestling cat, uh, listeners. And caller, <laughs> any other questions at all for Brooks from The Growlers? Are you guys going to end with uh, People Don't Change? Uh, uh, I don't want to give that away, but uh, <laughs> we will be playing People Don't Change Blues. Now, uh, what's... Y'all should um, play Wandering Eyes again, because it hasn't been a while, and that song is awesome live. Yeah, we're going to play Wandering Eyes for my friend. Yeah, that has right. a wandering I love eye. the instrumental live. Neil Kohler, you are really a candidate for, like, number one fan pretty much, aren't you? Yeah, I've seen him, like, seven times. Like, I remember Brooks, I actually met your, met your parents at the Julian show. I, uh, they ended up sitting right next to me. I had no idea. They're like, my son sits or is in this band. I'm like, oh, really? I'm not talking to him. It's kind of funny. Did my, did my dad get too wasted or did he behave himself? They're, they're behaving. They were pretty talkative, but it was funny. I was like, oh, shit, you're Brooks' dad. That's tight. <laughs> a caller, how many times have you seen the Growlers? You mentioned seven times, but where have you seen them in the seven different locations? Do you remember? Uh, I've seen them open for Julian. I saw them at the Glass House, the Troubadour, um, FYF a couple years ago. They did some show in Costa Mesa. I don't really remember, but I went there. 
Um, oh, I got I snuck into the uh, show at what's it called uh, the Echo Plex or whatever, mm-hmm. and at the Galaxy. Damn. Well, thank yeah. you so much, caller, for phoning yeah, in. And I see hope you tomorrow the, I'll probably meet you. I hope the fishing yeah, trip yeah. comes up. And do do the loot do. Do do. And we have another caller. Caller, are you there? I'm here. I'm here. Go ahead to Brooks from the Growlers. Uh, you guys played a show at uh, Strange Matter in Richmond, Virginia, and uh, I was there. I was in like the front row, and these—it's uh, a story. And these guys—they uh, came like and jumped on stage at the very end of your guys' set, and they're like stage diving, like knocking people over. Uh, and you started making comments about uh, like a psychedelic WWF or WWE or whatever it is. It was—it was hilarious. <laughs> I was just wondering if you recalled that. I don't remember saying that. No. <laughs> I, uh, not, I got not just cruising. He's getting close to me. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't remember saying that, but I do remember them jumping off. And that place is fucking great. And those kids are cool. We end up going and partying with them all night. Oh, really? That's awesome. I wish I could have partied with you guys. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just a cool thing. And I remember uh, I met Scott and talked to Scott for like 45 minutes. And uh, one other thing. I was really stoked when you guys played uh, Modern Bummers Blues to like uh, warm up for the show when you were like, doing the sound check. That was awesome. Yeah. I love yeah, that that's song. a good song. That song got buried. He kind of forgot about it. Caller, caller, how did you discover the Growlers? Uh, my friend Dante, who came with me to the show, he had uh, he had been watching these videos online all day, and he came on. Uh, there was a uh, Dan Auerbach talking about the Growlers, and uh, so he looked him up, and like within five minutes of listening to a song, I think Acid Rain was the first song that he heard. Uh, he sent it to me, and we were both like, "Holy shit, this is this is awesome!" So we looked on pretty much any website we could to find information on the Growlers, and then waited for them to come near or in Richmond. And they finally came, and it was it was rad. And uh, are you phoning from Virginia right now, caller? Yeah, I'm in Virginia right now. Amazing! The Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show with Brooks from the Growlers reaches Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and Texas and California and Virginia. Um, anything else you want to add to the people out there at All Caller? Uh, if you don't know the Growlers, listen to them and buy their album when it comes out. <laughs> hey, I'm going to hire and listen, you. And listen to the single, because it's awesome, the new one. Cool. Glad you like it. Well, thanks so much, Caller, and do-do-do-do-do. Do-do. And we have another caller. Caller, are you there? Oh, a noise caller, perhaps. Oh, I'm excited. Caller, are you there? Hello. Hello. Go ahead to Brooks from the Growlers caller. Hey, Brooks. I love you. I want to kiss you. I'll kiss you back, dude. That's cool. Now, what's really cool, Brooks, is if this call is actually coming from where you are right now. Like, turn around. It's coming from your bandmate. <laughs> that was me. Thanks for phoning in, caller. <laughs> and do-do-do-do-do. And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. We have Brooks here from the Growlers live on the air, 604-822-2487, 604-UBCCATR. You also could tweet a question if you want, at Nardwar to me. And the Growlers are playing in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada this Friday, the Friday the 7th, a week from today, at the Rickshaw Theatre. You get tickets at live at rickshaw.com. 
Com. Now, Brooks of the Growlers, speaking of drugs, there was an allusion to drugs earlier in one of the phone calls there. I've been trying to mention Tonetta every week, and now I can mention it again, him, he, it, because of the Growlers. How did you end up getting into Tonetta? Because you guys cover drugs, 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 and I understand you've even mysteriously even done perhaps some entire whole Tonetta sets, and explain Tonetta again to the listeners that maybe haven't had Tonetta explained, even though I keep mentioning him every week. Uh, Tonetta is a, a, an internet superstar, YouTube star. He, uh, he's an incredible songwriter and is salty and honest and sincere. And uh, he has a limited amount of musical equipment. And uh, he's very good. One day he'll be the biggest cult classic that uh, nobody noticed. And uh, my friend found him on the internet, contacted him, uh, signed him to a record deal, and Tonetta will not play. He is legitimately out there. He's a ex bodybuilder, dresses like a fanny, and uh, and he's a, a total weirdo. And he won't perform unless there's 150,000 people there. And uh, so he asked Dirk, his record label, to set him up a band to perform as him for his record release shows. And uh, Tonetta asked him if if he wanted me to do it. And he said, yeah. And so put together a band and did the first two record releases and they wanted us to tour and all that shit and be a backing band on a record, but we're too busy. So we had to decline, but, um, but it was cool. It was a fun, uh, getting on to get all the recordings no one else could have from Dirk and hearing how talented the guy is at, at writing songs. And drugs, drugs, drugs is one of my favorite tunes too. I love drugs, drugs, drugs. That's a great tune. Yeah. We were playing on a morning TV show. So, uh, it was a bit weird, so we decided, well, let's just go see if we can get away with playing drugs, drugs, drugs. And uh, they cut us off before the uh, the chorus. And we have to mention, too, Tonetta from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Canadian, Canadian. Yeah, he is a Canadian, born and raised. How about flipping it a bit? Like, you have a new record coming out. How about getting Tonetta to learn all your songs and you guys not doing the gig? Uh, we t- yeah, we talked about covering each other's songs, but uh, that didn't happen. Brooks from the Growlers, did you have a gig once where a girl drank piss? Uh, yeah, we've had several shows like that. Now, how does a girl drink piss? Uh, she asked us to piss in a cup for her, and then she drank it. Now, was this on stage? She just said, give me some piss, and you're like, okay, you want some piss? We'll piss. Did you have to piss handy? How did that happen? Uh, uh, it wasn't on stage. It was on the side of the stage, and uh, I had snuck over to piss on the because uh, we had been up there for a long time, and I had drinking too much. And then uh, she asked me if she could drink it, so I told her she could. When people come to Growler's gigs, do they dress up at all? Are they wearing face paint, or are there some good costumes coming out for Growler's gigs? Or are they not costumes? Is it lifestyle choice that these people are wearing? Yeah, they're just legitimate weirdos. I mean, we've attracted them from the very beginning, and it's uh, uh, nothing at Tried to make happen, but hey, I'll take it. And uh, yeah, they wear costumes. They do, uh, and they're just like fucking weirdos. They uh, they let loose. It's great. 
We also have another tweet question here, and I'm not sure if you already answered this at all, Brooks from the Growlers. And again, we have Brooks from the Growlers live here on the Nardwarty Human Serviette Radio Show. The Growlers are playing next Friday night at the Rickshaw here in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. You can tweet at Nardwar, 604-822-247, 604-UBCCITR, if you want to speak to Brooks at all. We actually have a tweet question. I'm not sure if you answered this at all, but it's from TRC. And TRC says, tell Brooks that TRC... RC from Orange County, California, wants to know what they did with all that leftover stuff from their old warehouse. I don't know if TRC is the rain caps, but I just had one of those guys over here doing my drywall the other day. Yes, it is and the uh, rain cats. It is. Who are the rain cats? Who is TRC? <laughs> they, uh, uh, I, we had a bass player for a minute, Pat, and Pat plays in that band, and his brother Caleb is a front man. The Palomos, uh, a bunch of boys in that family. And uh, that shit is all gone. I had to let go. It wasn't easy. I'm a hoarder. But I threw it all in the fucking trash because I'm too busy. And uh, it was starting to, I was starting to lose my mind trying to keep it all. What were so, some of the interesting... There's some golden dumpster diving going on in Costa Mesa. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. What are some of the items that you might have chucked out you think people maybe should have brought? Anything that comes to mind? Uh, old band equipment. Everything old Growlers photographs and old Growlers recordings and fucking uh, tons of ridiculous costumes and knickknacks and uh, paintings and furniture and a bar and bar stools. I mean, everything, you name it, it's out there in the trash. Brooks of the Growlers, where did you get that green suit you have? I saw like you wearing like this green suit. Where did you get that green suit? I never recall where I get anything unless it's even sometimes when it's thrown to me on the stage. I don't know. Uh, it's thrift stores. I've, I've never shopped in a. I haven't shopped in a store since I was a little kid. It's only only thrift stores. How, uh, how about your farfisa that you have on stage? Where'd you get that? Uh, the farfisa we ordered from. Uh, I was looking for an organ. I asked Dan what I should get. He told me I should check out the farfisa top five. I ordered one from Chicago. Had it sent to me, and it's great. But we just killed it, so I decided to get a new Farfisa Compact Deluxe, and uh, and then try and fix my old dead baby right now. Where'd you get the Compact Deluxe from? Your good buddies in the Rolling Blackouts? No, we were on our way to Lollapalooza. Our organ broke, and so I looked up Farfisas on Craigslist all over the country, and there's only two. There's one in home in L.A., and there's one in Chicago on the way to Lollapalooza. So we picked it up at 8 in the morning from this guy in his garage and then drove to Lollapalooza and played at 1.30. What color is it? And if I may ask, how much did you pay for it? It's a color of like a pale uh, squid. squid deck. <laughs> it's gray and it was uh, 450 bucks. You were traveling in your bus? Were you traveling in your bus? Uh, this one was a van. I, I keep killing buses. They're all dead. I have one just sitting in my friend's lot. He just called me today and said, hey, my landlord's going to tow it. I told him he could fucking keep it. Well, winding up here, Brooks, from the Growlers, could you explain a bit about the buses you've had? You had, like, Brandy the bus, and you had Lizzie the bus? What's the names of all the buses you've had? Uh, just just Brandy and Lizzie and then Vans, DM Tina and uh, Chody and... Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, I don't know how that happens. I guess I got to put so much time into them, and I got to 
maintenance him like crazy. I became that guy that names his car like a fucking weirdo. And uh, I named Brandy after the Tom Jones song because I love Tom Jones. It's one of my favorite karaoke guys. And uh, and that and was a bread truck? Lizzie, we named after the lot lizards, which are the whores that frequent uh, truck stops. And that was a bread truck, and Lizzie was like a real bus. Who would no, have Liz, no, Brandy was a the biggest bus you can get. Lizzie was a small bus. Before that, I had a step van, but I didn't name her. Where did you get Lizzie, and how long did Lizzie last? It looked like it lasted quite a while, and I had like wood. She's, the- she's still going. I mean, I could drive her to your house right now, but uh, it's just a lot of maintenance, and if something breaks in me, that's a few grand, and I don't want to deal with it, so... I got a shelter for a little while. Hopefully the landlord doesn't tow her and I can come back to her and I can turn her into like a mini nightclub or something fun. Brooks of the Growlers, when you guys are on tour, do you ever pick up hitchhikers? Have you ever picked up any famous hitchhikers? There was this one band that picked up John Waters as a hitchhiker. Have you picked no up way. John Waters as a hitchhiker? Or have you seen somebody that looked like John Waters and you didn't pick up John Waters? Yeah, but I mean, I, I've, I've definitely seen John Waters a few times on the side of the road. Uh, but he's just creepy, so I passed him up. But we've had some bad experiences with uh, with hitchhikers, and so we can't do that anymore. And so, and being in a bus, you just attract all the garbage hippies. I want to jump in there, and this is like my life. This is what I want to do. This is my dream. Like fuck you, I'm working. We're going to a show. Get out of here. So the bad experience is that you can't get them out. They just go on the bus and they don't want to leave. Uh, yeah, they're just dead creepy. You know, uh, homeless people are homeless for a damn reason. Don't bring them into your home. It's dangerous. And uh, uh, they got issues. And even if they look funny and salty and and we're tough enough to defend ourselves, we're not scared of it. We just want to weird out with some bum. Uh, shit turns sour real quick. Brooks from the Growlers, did you ever make it into the back room of Amoeba? Like, you guys played Amoeba Records. Did you make it into the back room at all? Yeah, we did. We did. Did you get a chance to do, like, that what's in my bag thing where they give you free stuff and then you talk about it? No, I didn't get to talk about it, but I uh, I did get a bag that get to go buy me a bunch of records. So that was cool. What was the back room like? Was it already picked over? Uh, I just kind of got a glimpse in. There's shit everywhere. But, um, but yeah, I want to get in there again. I want to spend some time in there. What happened in Olympia, Washington? In Olympia, Washington? Oh, shit. How do you you know about Olympia, Washington? (laughs) That is a land of fucking creatures. That is the creepiest place. (laughs) We, we, uh, we've been there a few times. We frequent, uh, Jake's on Fourth. It's a gay bar. And, uh, with like one-legged gays and one-eyed gays and and uh, and creepy salty ladies that breathe out of their necks and uh, we kind of our friend Warren is a magnet for freaks. He was in our band and uh, Warren the uh, brought every single one of them to us. So we ended up becoming and the in crowd with all the creeps and he ended up taking one home and banging her and uh, and eating those. Uh, what are those little Easter treats called? They're like shiny little marshmallows. Peeps. Kinder eggs? The peeps. They're like little ducks. He banged this, banged this uh, creepy chick and ate peeps with her. Lastly here, Brooks from the rock and roll band, The <laughs> Growlers. What does little Kim smell like? Uh, exactly what you thought she'd smell like. 
And how chicken did... and waffles and fish. What was that? Chicken and waffles and fish. And how did you end up smelling her? Was it a couch? Uh, yeah, she left her remnants all over the couch. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? Brooks from The Growlers playing Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada next Friday night. That's Friday the 7th in Vancouver at the rickshaw. Gain tickets at Zulu, Red Cat, Dandelion, High Life, Neptune, Vogue's, Vogue Box Office, or live at rickshaw.com, live at rickshaw.com, or just uh, phone up the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show. We'll take the first caller to 604-822-2487, 604-UBC-CITR. I guess you don't have to live in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. You could, like, travel to Vancouver, but it'd be preferable if you lived in Vancouver to go see the gig. 604-822-2487, 604-UBC-CITR. And anything else you want to add to the people out there at All Brooks from the Growlers? Hmm, like some advice, some words of wisdom? Well, I'm going to play a couple tracks here from a couple of your records. Something, someone, and Sea Lion Goth Blues, and try to jam it as much as we can. Anything you want to tell the people about those tracks? Um, uh, someone Junior is about not having a dad, which I do, but I wrote it for uh, the, the Bastards. And uh, and Sea Lion Goth Blues is, uh, is about death, which I wanted to have a, a period of writing about death a lot, and, uh, and I did, and... Uh, and now we've been labeled as Beach Goth forever. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at All Brooks from the Growlers? Uh, yeah. Uh, no. I mean, yeah, I just want to say uh, thanks for supporting us and coming out to shows and keep coming on the road and being creepy and, and, and having a fun time. Why should people care about the Growlers? Why should people care? They shouldn't. I mean, music is strictly to make people happy and nothing in the world can can make people happy like music can or make as many people happy as music can and that's what we enjoy doing but we're in no way uh, anything you should look up to for advice how to live or what to do but music is easy so if you enjoy it and you're passionate about it jump in and make it well thanks so much Brooks from the Growlers keep on rocking in the free world and do do the loot do do do
CITR and the Georgia Strait present Southern California Beach Goths, The Growlers, on tour with The Cosmonauts to support their August album release at the Rickshaw Theatre on September 7th. With local support from Hallow Moon, Johnny DeCourcy, and the Winnie Cooper DJs. Tickets are available through local shops or online at northerntickets.com. Let me over like a snack, help me up, I'm 